0: Turn to M3 and Karen B. for this week's episode of Comply on the Fly. You'll get quick and timely answers to the most common compliance questions so you and your business can keep moving ahead. Please note this podcast and the contents herein do not constitute legal advice. Please seek the advice of counsel for any benefit compliance-related implementation guidance or strategy.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Karen B. And the Comply on the Fly question of the week is... What is the difference between special enrollment and Section 125 qualifying events? This is a question that we get quite often and a question that creates some confusion because special enrollment quite often gets confused with Section 125 qualifying events. As a reminder, Section 125 qualifying events are permissible events that would allow for changes to an employee's pre-tax premium contributions Toward group health insurance or other pre tax benefits, such as FSAs and HSAs. Remember that when an employee makes pre tax elections, they are locked in for the plan year, 12 months, unless a qualifying event happens mid year. For example, if an employee enrolls in single coverage under the employer's medical plan and the employee premium is $100 per month, then the employee is locked in to paying $100 a month for 12 months. Then, let's say the employer makes a mid-year plan change that increases the cost of single coverage to $125 per month. Under Section 125, which is part of the Internal Revenue Code, the employer would be able to change this employee's pre-tax selection from $100 to $125, because this is an insignificant cost change, and the cost change is considered automatic, and this is a permissible section 125 qualifying event to allow the change. In contrast, special enrollment provisions under a group health plan can be found in the group health plan document, and the legal basis is found in HIPAA and under state law, if applicable. Generally speaking, the only events that allow an employee to enroll in a group health plan mid-year are birth, adoption, marriage, or loss of other coverage. And that loss of other coverage requires a loss of eligibility, meaning that somebody is no longer eligible under the terms of the other plan. This is typically why employees or dependents who voluntarily terminate coverage elsewhere would not qualify for special enrollment. However, whenever you are faced with the question of whether an employee or dependent can enroll in a group health plan mid-year, it is imperative to check your plan document, as some fully insured plans may be more generous based on applicable state law. And that is your comply on the fly question of the week. Thanks for tuning in.
0: What's on your mind? If you have a pressing compliance question, send it to AskKarenBee at m3ins.com. We'll do our best to cover it in an upcoming episode. You can now follow and subscribe to Comply on the Fly on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Make sure to tune in next week and encourage others to join us.